everybody. It's Sue Bidstrup with the Great Big Yes Podcast. Welcome. On the Great Big Yes Podcast, I talk to people who have said yes to a greater calling on their lives, people who are living with passion and purpose and making a difference in the world. Today, I speak with Grace Miller, and I'm super excited to introduce her to you. She is a military spouse, and she feels that the Lord has called her into um, really trying to reach out to military spouses. And so she has started a website called spousehood.com. And it's actually in construction right now and will be launching in March. But she really has a heart for military spouses. And so this is going to be a website that kind of has all things that they need for motivation and inspiration and lifestyle tips and community and um, just a lot of really good stuff. And so I'm excited to talk to Grace because I don't know a lot about um, military spouses. I don't know any actually, besides her. And so um, it's just a really good educational conversation for myself and hopefully for some of you as well who maybe find yourself in that same situation. Um, it's definitely a group of people that I care about and I want to learn how I can serve them better and um, what they need from us, uh, what they need us to pray for for them because um, they are definitely sacrificing for our country. And so I'm excited to introduce you to Grace Miller. Enjoy. All right. Hi, Grace. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, so for my listeners, I just want to introduce you to Grace Miller. She and I met through Just Moved, which is a ministry here in Austin at Austin Ridge Bible Church. And since then, Grace has moved. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we are long distance having our conversation here. Um, but she is creating something that I think is really beautiful and really necessary at this point. And so I can't wait for her to talk about that with you. But Grace, if you could just kind of introduce yourself and, and tell us about what you're up to and um, about the website and kind of, yeah, just what you're, what you're doing. Sure. Uh, well, I'm Grace. You already said that. Um, and I am a military spouse. My husband is in the Air Force and is coming up on six years in the Air Force. We've been married for about four of those. Um, and we are based in South Florida, just south of Miami. Um, and I am currently working on launching a, faith, a Christian lifestyle website for military spouses. I love that. Now, is there anything like that already? There, there are articles for military spouses on faith-based websites. And then there are the occasional blog articles that are related to faith for military spouses, but there are no actual media sites that are totally taking on a Christian lifestyle perspective. Um, and then there are certainly military spouse websites that are lifestyle websites, but they a lot of times avoid the faith topics. So yeah, um, there's not anything quite like it uh, yet, but awesome. we're getting there. <laughs> okay, and it's going to tell us what it's going to be called and where we can find it when it's ready. Sure, it's going to be called spousehood.com, and you can find it on the web. Um, and we'll have, uh, we'll be launching in March. Um, and you can find us on social media and everything under spousehood. Awesome. Yeah. So here's the thing. I love this. And I said this to you before we started recording, but I, I don't know anyone right now, like in my current life, that's in the military or that's a spouse of 
someone in the military. And so um, my dad being a Marine and just having so much respect for the military, I love that you're doing this. And I'm hoping for my listeners as for sure for me, what you're going to give me is a greater understanding of kind of what you need, like some of the struggles that you have as a military spouse, um, because that's not <clears throat> something we understand if we're not in it. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. Yeah. So have you um, always lived like on military bases? Well, actually, a lot of times nowadays, families choose to live off of bases. Um, sometimes that's because there's not enough military housing on the base. And sometimes it's just because there are other benefits to living off base. But um, people, we do all end up living in similar areas because there's always the, where do you live? Where do, where do y'all live? Like, yeah. what's the best spot to be kind of question. And so it's kind of a little bit more of a dispersed community than I think it once was. Okay, so how often have you moved in the four years that you've been married? We have moved, well, between cities four times. And um, with the moving that I did surrounding my husband's deployment, I guess five times. So, okay. And where was your husband deployed? He was deployed to Afghanistan. Um, he's a pilot, and so he was at one of the air bases there. Okay. Um, yeah. So he has been deployed once, or like then he comes back? I mean, I'm just curious. I'm sorry if I <laughs> sound so clueless mm. about this, but how does it work? Like, has he been deployed several times? Sure. Well, actually, it depends on the person's job. So the experience for a lot of like military families varies based on what job the service member is fulfilling. So um, that can impact not only how frequently someone deploys, but also how frequently the family moves. And then that can even change based on like how high ranking the person is um, because obviously there are less people to fill those positions. And so they get moved, you know, based on those needs within the military my husband in particular, being a pilot, went through a lot of training initially. Um, and so this was his first deployment. Um, and that's pretty that's pretty typical for pilots to go three or four years um, or so before they deploy, just because they have a lot of preliminary training before they're ready for that. Okay, so is he in Afghanistan now? No, he's home, thankfully. Yes. How does that yeah. feel? I mean, I'm just curious. I can imagine. I mean, I think we've watched a lot of movies, you know, that show kind of the wives being home while their husbands are deployed. How does that feel when he goes? I mean, are you scared? I mean, I would think faith would be such a huge part of your life because you really have to rely on God during those times. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest things that I have one of the biggest blessings I feel like comes out of military life is there are so many times when like you can't rely on anyone but God. And, you know, it is very, it was scary to me. I think some spouses are good at compartmentalizing and not focusing on what's happening during a deployment. It was scary to me. Um, and, you know, in those times you've really got no one to turn to, but God, he's the one who's going with my husband yeah. into combat and, um, and I'm not in control of that. That's, you know, God is, and he's, 
watching over all of those guys. And so it's scary, but at the same time, it's definitely a catalyst for kind of growing spiritually Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Well, just growing in that intimacy with the Lord, because every day you're just leaning in into him, trusting and praying. And yeah, I can see that. You know, as I was saying that, I was talking about wives, but now there's husbands of women who are deployed as well, right? Yes. So we'll, yeah, about yeah. Go ahead. About five to ten percent of military spouses are men. Okay. So will you have something for them on your website as well? As much as we can, since the vast majority of spouses are women, there will be some kind of women-focused things. But then I think I think a lot of our faith-based elements especially will be kind of hopefully universal universal for the military spouse experience and kind of um just going through like elements of faith that and our spiritual lives that we can all apply yeah um throughout the different challenges yeah no i love that of course it would apply to both but you know they would probably have some unique challenges they need a men's um specific website for them maybe too. <laughs> Who knows what could yeah, even branch no out of this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, did you have other family in the military? Like was your father or grandpa or anything, or is this all kind of new to you? My grandparents were, but before I was born pretty much. So all the whole thing is totally new to me. <laughs> yeah. I'm still learning about how things work and um the military is notorious for acronyms. So I'm not quite fluent in acronyms yet. <laughs> yeah. And was your husband did he always want to be in the military? He actually his father was a pilot in the Air Force and mm. um so he kind of always had that as a part of his life and I think he had his rebellious times when it wasn't necessarily what he wanted to do, but um, I think it made a lot of sense to him at the end of the day, and he really wanted to be a pilot, so. Yeah. So um, I have a question about, like, church and and the military. So, like, if you lived on the base, are there, is there, like, a church on the base? Are there several churches? Like, does everyone kind of go to the same place? There are chapels. Um, on the bases and they do offer, um, services typically for a couple of denominations. Um, and I think that, um, a good portion of families choose to attend services at the chapels, but I think a lot of people also look off base and kind of look at churches in the community also, um, especially if they're kind of looking for, um, kind of a church home that has, you know, a lot of small groups, like all of the child, like bigger programs. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it, and part of that does depend on which military installation you're at. There are bigger bases and then there are much smaller bases where the resources are really limited. Um, the, the other thing is that the, um, chapels also offer a really cool Bible study called Protestant Protestant Women of the Chapel. Um, and I think that especially at larger military installations, those are really popular, um, a really good way to get connected. 
Yes, I could see that. Like you would want to plug in and get to know, you know, and get to know other women that are in the same. I mean, it's good because there's such an understanding among the spouses, I would assume. Yeah, yeah. Are there people, I mean, I'm just kind of assuming that, again, I'm showing my ignorance here, but I'm just kind of assuming that most people are Christian, but is there like a synagogue or any other religion that is, you know, embraced in this community? I mean, I'm, I don't think that, um, I don't think that anything is excluded, especially like within the chapel, but that's a good question. I don't know that they offer, um, like a Sabbath service or they would have to go off um, base for that. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. 100%. It's interesting. Um, Okay, so tell me about the website, because how did this idea come about for you? Um, well, it started when I was actually working for a Christian Lifestyle magazine, um, and I, it was kind of my dream job. And when I got the job, I was totally shocked and honored, and it was, it was really, really crazy, because as a military spouse, it's kind of difficult to build a career of any sort. And I don't even think I was really qualified for the job that I got. Yeah. It kind of fell into my lap. And while I was there, I got introduced to a lot of elements of, um, a Christian lifestyle magazine and, um, some of those publishing elements. And at the end of the day, I really wanted to, there was something missing. I was really passionate about that work, but there was something missing, um, I think, in the call that God had put on my life for a long time to use all of my abilities within the community of military spouses that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I um, what were you, decided I'm sorry to that... Interrupt. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting, but what were you doing for the magazine? No. Were you writing? Were you? What were you doing? I... I was a senior editor, and so I was helping source articles, um, doing some writing, copy editing, and kind of going through all of the stages of publication um, and kind of brainstorming articles for the next issue and so on and so forth. So was that um, your background? Like, did you go to college for journalism or? I was an English major okay. um, and a writing minor, and so my work previously um, have been, I had been a copy editor for a magazine in Arizona, which I did for free, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to put that on your resume right. when you're looking for new work. Um, and then um, also I had just through that found freelance work for various websites, um, writing and editing in different capacities. Okay. Awesome. I just love the career piece of it too. I think it's interesting just how we can kind of create our own careers now. I'm much older than you, but I'm 47. And when I was just starting out in my 20s and 30s that, you know, there, it's changed a lot. And I think it's really, really amazing how you can go from, you know, you're learning a skill and you're finding a passion and then you get to actually make up your own career as you grow like yeah. with this website. So I love that piece of it as well. I love to encourage women to follow their passions um, business-wise too and just kind of in their building their own careers and all of that. I think that's that part is so interesting as well. So thanks for that. Absolutely. Yeah. So go ahead with the website and how that came about. And so um, as, you know, I was working on that, um, I just felt really finally like God kind of 
bonked me on the head and the feeling I had had ever since I became a military spouse that I should be using my writing and everything in that community somehow I just had never really known how and I didn't feel like I had anything important enough to say to start a blog or just like who wants to hear what I have to say Mm -hmm. Um, it just kind of through that experience became clear Um, I started looking around and noticed that there wasn't really like a Christian website for military spouses and my faith had been such a huge part of my experience as a military spouse that I wanted to find a way that I could use all the things I had learned working with the um, Christian magazine to then take that to my community that um, I just have, I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. I, I guess when we were first married and I couldn't find work, it was when it hit me that I just, I was, became a military spouse to serve these women because I just so admire all that they do and all that they tackle and all the ways they've helped me. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. Just using what you have, what, where you are, (laughs) you know? Yeah, um, exactly. It becomes your unique calling. So I love that. Um, Okay, so as you started kind of um, creating it, you were telling me that you ran into some roadblocks. Yeah, I I think I set out really with this idea of a faith-based website. And then as we kind of, I kind of found some people to partner with me and help me. And as we were getting into it, it became apparent that there were some other resources lacking also. And so we kind of dove headlong into trying to build those, at least one of those resources, like a database type of resource. And we made a lot of progress. And then um, in the fall, uh, it was just like one thing after another. It was like every time we tried to make progress, building the resource like on the technological side, um, there were obstacles there that would then take a week or more to figure out. And as we started looking for developers, um, we really struggled to find a developer who could do the work we were doing, but didn't have like a minimum budget of like $5,000. Yeah. Um, and then even just trying to help pe- hire people to help with research became another obstacle. And it was just like things kept falling through. And then, you know, it's the holidays and my husband was coming home from a deployment. So there was kind of a lull. Yeah. Um, And so I feel like we kind of got off track with the resources and seeing how quickly and easily we could grow them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when we came back together at the beginning of the year, it was just really clear, I think, that in trying to find the easy way, um, we weren't really providing a space for God to show up and, like, make the whole thing about Him. Yeah. And so I think we've really come full circle in that as we launch in March, this, the website is first and foremost, we're back to the Christian lifestyle part of it. And we hope still to come back to the resources we were trying to build. Um, But we're excited to see how God plans to show up when we put him first and at the front of the website, rather than trying to push some of these resources in our own devices ahead. Um, not that, not that the faith wasn't ever, the faith part wasn't going to be a focus, but it had just become like one part 
yeah. of the whole rather than the whole. Yes. And so I feel like we've kind of come back to realizing that that's really the spirit that we set out in and the spirit we need to continue in. Yeah, I love it in scripture where it talks about, um, you know, not through your own brute strength, but through the glorious inner strength from God, right? Like, so when we try to create something that is maybe in our own, just in our own strength, but also in our own kind of vision of how, like you said, more followers or or how you didn't say more followers, but I was thinking that like more followers or how to oh, get essentially, more, yeah. yeah, how to get <laughs> more people. Kind of the goal. <laughs> yeah, it's like marketing, 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 and it's like, well, yes. you know, Jesus is the best marketer, right? Yes, and uh, exactly. He reaches out to people in ways that we absolutely never could do in our own strength, and so. I love that part of your story because I think when we hit roadblocks, I think what happens to us sometimes is we quit. And what it is, it's not about quitting. It's about reorienting our intentions. And so um, I love that. And then I'm sure when you when you did that, it's like a fresh new start. It's like a whole, like a second wind, like, oh, (laughs) here we are. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Well, and it really, it simplifies things to think about it in terms of like, um, like, are you, am I being obedient to God's calling? And I think that was the part we were kind of missing was that when you're obedient to God, it gives him the chance to bring glory to himself, yeah. even if you don't see how the means are going to work out. <laughs> yes. Amen, girl. <laughs> I love that. So tell me, how will people find it? Like, is this something um, you'll be just, sh- I, you know, how will you share it or how will it get out there? Well, um, we've got a lot of strategies we're planning to use, um, most of them based in social media. We're planning to not only, um, we have like a budget for advertising on social media, but also, I mean, but obviously since we're, just starting out, that isn't huge. Um, but we're also just planning to kind of, there are a lot of military spouse Facebook groups out there and we're just kind of gonna guerrilla warfare this and try to reach out to everyone that we can. Um, because we think that, um, we're going to like, for example, we're going to be offering free devotionals for military spouses that are kind of tailored to military life and, so we think some of these things oh, are just that. really exciting um, and we want, we really are excited to share them with people. So now will you be writing just, the content for stuff like that? I am writing part of it. Um, I'm also working with um, a seminary graduate and um, just to try, like, I think that the goal is to make sure that this aligns with, you know, God's word and, I won't pretend that I'm the foremost expert in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's not just me. Um, we've got our editor. And then I've also, for a lot of the lifestyle content, we've just reached out to small business owners, professional, like professional organizers, professional decorators, um, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and then also, uh, as far as the face side, we've been looking at bloggers and trying to get content from bloggers. In fact, I hope that we will be um, sharing something from a great big yes that Yay. we really love. <laughs> um, and so we're, I, it's 
definitely not just me. I mean, I'm a writer, so I love to contribute, but I don't, I think the goal is that it's not just my voice. And that was why I never felt like I could be a blogger because I was like, who cares what I have to say? Yeah. Um, but I just really want it to be, um, through whatever voices we're able to access, you know, um, a way that God can speak to this community. Well, and I I think that's such a lie from the enemy. Um, who cares what you have to say, right? Yes. And I think that we all, we all feel that right. Like as writers and, um, I know I've been writing a blog for like six years and I'm still like, I don't think anybody's reading it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's so but much. But I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But there's just a lot of insecurity that comes with putting anything out that you create. And I think the enemy loves to um, kind of get at that and say, who do you think you are? And yeah. um, I think we just combat that with, um, you know, we're worthy and, and our stories like even just you telling this story here, and that's what Great Big Yes is all about. Like people telling their stories, we don't know who's listening or who's going to be affected by it, but God can use that story to encourage people and to let them know that they're not alone. So what you have to say about your experience as a military spouse is important and people do care what you have to say. Um, I think it's just a matter sometimes of the person creating, not worrying so much about how it's received and trusting God with that peace. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, thank you. <laughs> right. I, I really, because I, I, there's an artist and I want to say it was Picasso or somebody. Now I'm going to have to look it up, but there was a quote that said, your job is to create, create, and then go create some more. Like, don't worry about always how it's received. Like God is totally in charge of that. And you know, he's going to prepare hearts for the message and they're going to hear it or read it when they're ready for it. Yeah. um, You know, it's, it's happened to all of us in our lives where we receive a message, you know, a few times maybe, but we're not ready yet. And then when we read it at the right time, it's transformative. That is so true. So true. Yeah. And encouraging. (laughs) Good, good. I'm so glad. Um, So tell me about what people can do for you. Like we talked about this a little and you said it was kind of a hard question, but what do military spouses need? I think that one of the greatest challenges as a military spouse um, is really being able to dig into a community. Um, I've been thinking about this the whole time we've been talking because it is a challenging question because so much, so many of the things involved in military life, I think a lot of military spouses become kind of really independent because they're afraid they're going to be, quote unquote, bothering someone mm. um, by asking for help. Um, because I think it's easy to, like, ask your mom to come over and watch the kids or something. But, like, I think that we tend to look at each other and know, like, oh, they've got kids. Too, or like, you know, we're trying not to impose. Yes. Um, and so I think that like, just welcoming these women into your community and, you know, um, also recognizing that even though military life is unique, there are so many elements of it that I have found women who are not military spouses can um, really empathize with. I mean, Maybe, 
your husband doesn't get deployed, but he might go away for work. And so you know what it's like to be the single parent at home Mm -hmm. while he's gone. Um, Or, you know, the other, or like a police officer's wife probably understands the fear element of your husband going to work and there's something dangerous potentially there. And so I think just, you know, empathizing where you can and, recognizing that, you know, we're just people (laughs) and we're just happy to be your friend. So, um, just like welcoming and, um, sharing experiences where you can. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, being in Texas, well, one of the things that, uh, first of all, before I go into that, one of the things that I, I think we have in common, which I've learned so much about since I moved to Texas is the moving piece. Um, yes. Yeah. So what I love is that you and I met through Just Moved. And if there was something like that for the new people on the bases or for the new people, you know, once and I'm sure there is. But I think it's so interesting because we learned in Just Moved how you're going through the stages of grief, basically. I mean, there's grief, there's yeah. anger, there's denial, there's loss of identity. And so how many times are these spouses going through those feelings and, you know, and, and if you've moved before, you can relate to that. And it's such a weird phenomenon if you haven't, because I had never moved before. And then when I did, I was feeling all these things. And until I went to just moved and they were like, it's normal. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. So I think that's one of the things that I can see right away that I would understand what they're going through. However, it's so many times for them usually, um, that it's even more traumatic, I'm sure. Um, or maybe they just get used to it and they understand those stages and they go, okay, well, I'm just going through this right now, but it'll pass, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I think, I think that happens. I mean, I think there's an element of both. I think every time, there's kind of a new experience maybe like you had your really, really best friend you've ever found at one base and you're moving. Yeah. And you know, that, that experience doesn't happen every time. I think there's always new elements, but I think you're right. There is some element of, okay, we're moving again, but yeah. uh, definitely still room for like, I think the just move class is a great example. Like I think there were a lot of things in that class that, I didn't even really realize I was feeling every time we moved until we were able to all talk about it. And there were women from all kinds of walks of life um, in that class. So I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's about finding, you know, the thing that we all have in common. It's, it's like that when we were all in that class, you know, how you'd cry, you'd be laughing one second and crying the next minute. And, but it was good because everyone um, understood you know, for sure what you were going through. And um, I've, I've noticed in Texas, I think because there's such big military bases here, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot more military in Texas than I ever came across in Chicago, which makes sense, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, some of the largest bases in the military are in Texas, um, Blackland and San Antonio and kind of the Fort that's a Hood, joint base also right? and Fort Hood, yeah. Fort Bliss. Um, and there, there are several that are really, really large in Texas. And there are a lot of small training bases there as well, kind of spread out in smaller towns. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just love what you're doing. And I think it's, um, 
amazing. And I would love to pray for you. How can we pray? What, what should we be asking the Lord for? Because I would love to just be lifting you up as you're creating this. And is there anything in particular? I know I'm going to pray for the website, but what about, what about for the spouses? Um, I, I think community, that's a good question. Yeah. Community. And just like, I think that one of the most amazing things to me is like being able to stop and turn around and see the ways that God is pursuing me through this lifestyle. And so just that, you know, even when things are challenging or difficult, that military spouses are able to see God moving in all of those things and that, you know, he's, he's going to redeem all of the ways that this lifestyle is difficult. Um, and just that they can grow closer to him and knowing that. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So is there anything else you want to add before I just kind of pray us out? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I love it. And we're going to be following you at spousehood.com. I'm going to put that on the website on Great Big Yes um, when I post the podcast so people can find it. And I know that you're not launch launching until March. So right now it just kind of says under construction, um, which we yeah. understand. Are you already on Facebook or Instagram or is that coming soon as well? It's coming soon. We are trying to get a forward-facing site ready ahead of the launch so that we can start building on some of that social media. Um, but we're just a few articles short of having our WordPress framework totally populated. So we're almost there, but not quite yet. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. Well, we look forward to it. I think it's an amazing idea. And I just love the way that you are honoring God through it and also just supporting people. Um on their walk. Cause this can be, I think, you know, I'm assuming, and I think it can just be a lonely kind of scary walk if you feel like you're not connected to others. So this is a great way of connecting people. Um, I love it. Thank you. I'm so glad that we met. I'm sorry that you moved right away again, but I know me too, <laughs> but I am too. I love, I love listening to great, a great big yes. Every time I see it come on Facebook. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, let's just pray. Um, Father God, thank you for grace and just thank you for the way that you connect us, um, the way that you connect us with other believers who help us kind of see uh, how you're working in our lives, other people who encourage us to live out a greater calling on our lives, other people who make us feel less afraid and, and more um, grounded in you, Lord. And so we just lift up military spouses to you, Lord. Um, we lift up the military to you first, Lord. Um, we thank you for the way that they fight for our country. We thank you for the way that they put their lives on the line. We thank you for the way that they love the United States of America and they love us and they protect us. And we're so grateful for them. And I believe, Lord, that that doesn't get said often enough. And so we thank you for them, for their hearts for the way that they have said yes to a greater calling on their lives, Lord, the biggest calling of all, um, to lay down your life for your friends. And so, Lord, they are just awe-inspiring to me. And so, Lord, these spouses live in um, kind of a constant state of um, just the unknown. And so, Lord, um, 
as Grace has said here, just that they grow in intimacy with you through that process. And we're grateful for that, Lord. And we just ask for more of that, that they would know you, um, that they would love you, that they would serve you, that they would feel connected in community um, with other spouses who understand them, that they would never feel alone. Um, you tell us not to fear, Lord. So um, take all anxiety and fear away from them. Uh, be with them so they can create lives that they love as well. And um, be with Grace as she's really just just answering the call here, Lord, and give her clear direction and um, be with her, open doors, um, lead her to the right people to help her with the podcast or to, with, to help her with the website, to help her with uh, the writing, um, to help her with the devotionals, to help her connect with the lifestyle stuff, Lord. All the right people just kind of falling into place um, because she's placing it in your hands. And we trust that you will, Lord. We love you. Um, we're so grateful that we get to serve you and we get to be your hands and feet on earth. So continue to lead us. Continue to call us, Lord. Um, it's an honor and a privilege to serve you. And um, just we bless Grace. We just lift her up to you. Bless her abundantly, she and her family. We love you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so um, much, Grace. I really appreciate it. No, thank you. This was really fun.